0: Welcome to The Podcaster's Life, a meta-podcast about the lives and journeys of podcast hosts, creators, and producers. Get your inspiration here from fellow podcasters. Listen to their stories, struggles, and successes. And now, the man dedicated to keeping you recording or finally getting your podcast off the ground, the podcaster's coach, Alexander Lauren.
1: Hey. Welcome to the podcaster's life. Good day, podcaster. The days are flying. I can't believe how fast this month has flown. I'm not the only one who says this, right? I'm sure lots of people say this. Okay, the topic. Let's talk about goal setting. Just for a couple minutes, goal setting. Goal setting really comes in handy When the days are flying right by, have you ever had a month was just, was right by you? And then you thought, what in the world did I do? What did I do this month? It's kind of like, it's been a blur. The month has been a blur. If you make goal setting a part of your life, it won't be a blur. Well, maybe a, maybe a partial blur, but you have documentation. You have the proof. That you actually accomplish something. I normally take on six monthly goals. And it really makes me feel good to know that I'm actually getting somewhere. I'm taking advantage of my vitality. I'm using my life energy in a creative way. And I am always working toward self-actualization. A lot of it's on paper. I mean, it's called goals. It's all on paper. This month, I managed to jot down four goals because, I mean, I've just been overwhelmed this summer. So, well, take some pressure off. You know, I took some pressure off myself because I don't like writing goals and then ignoring them. I hate that. Don't like it at all. So in in my office, I've got my goals posted. They're right in front of me. They're staring at me. I can't run away from them. So let's see here. Okay, so I have accomplished three of my goals, and I did really terrible on one. I did really awful on one, and I've been staring at it like the last week. I'm like, oh boy. But you know what? That's okay. It's okay. It obviously wasn't the right goal for me. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but my heart wasn't there this month with that goal. what's the goal you're asking? It's got to do with junk food, but man, I love chips. Okay, anyhow. Podcaster, I've mentioned that if you want to have a great show, you need to have a great life. Taking up goal setting is a way to enhance your life. Believe me, it'll help enhance your life. It's a way to see how you are spending your time, and it's also a way to see regularly, your achievements. Can you imagine if goal setting was taught to every one of us in school, in like primary school? Can you imagine the value of learning goal setting when you were like 10 years old and you know, it was compulsory? You start to develop an awareness of moving forward and getting the things that you want for yourself. I've been able to see it. I am a believer. I've seen the value of goal setting, and yeah, I didn't start when I was ten. I started when I was forty-six. Forty-six. Oh, all right, cliche time. Better late than never. It just makes me wonder, though, if I have, if I had been goal setting, even just the last twenty years, would I have suffered from depression? Would I? Goal-setting and accomplishments are a self-esteem enhancement. Would, would there be any room for thoughts of inadequacy when you're goal-setting every month and, and, and having achievements? What do you think, podcaster? In sum, goal-setting is a great way for life review it's a great way to help you move forward with your goals, dreams, and desires. Take up this practice. It will work for every every area of your life. Ian Farrer is on the program today. He is a wonderful business coach, a successful entrepreneur, and a recognized podcaster. We had a great chat. I hope you like it. Hey, this is Rob O'Donoghue, also known as Rob of the Green. My podcast is called the 1% Better Podcast, with the aim of making listeners at least 1% better from every show. Check me out on iTunes, the podcast app, or go directly to my site, robofthegreen.ie. Now, back to the podcaster's life with Alexander Lauren.
0: is the podcaster's coach quick disclaimer a professional life coach does not give advice in a co-creative coaching relationship he is the host and speaker of this podcast but he's not actively coaching this discussion does not reflect an actual coaching conversation if you are interested in coaching please visit his website podcasterscoach.com and you will find everything you need to know about coaching enjoy the interview
1: Sales professional Ian Farrer has over 20 years in global business development roles. Social evangelist Ian founded the sales and marketing agency Far North and is a host of the UK's number one diverse business podcast, The Industry Angel. In 2016, Ian was nominated for a European Influencer Award alongside Gary B. and Tim Ferriss and often speaks about his experiences that saw him fire himself from corporate life in 2015. Welcome, Ian. Hey, thank you very much. I'm delighted to be on the show, Alex. I love what you're doing. Excellent. It's great to have you here. Tell me, Ian, firing yourself from corporate life in 2015, <laughs> briefly. Tell me how
2: that <laughs> felt. I'm glad you said briefly because, you know, it's It's a big, it's a long story. But to be honest, basically, uh, I was a sales guy. I burnt out. Uh, traveled globally, really pushed myself, had a few issues with leadership and culture in a, in a couple of businesses that, that I was in. And then I thought, you know what it is? I am done with this. I am out of here and I quit. Three months notice, I gave three minutes and I walked out with a, a photocopying box full of my, my, my desk and that was it. I was out, done. Yes.
1: Well, they would have just cut you anyways. The moment you would have given your notice, they'd be bye-bye. You're right. You're right. I've seen it a lot. You know, I used to, I was an executive sales recruiter, and I only worked with sales professionals. And I loved working with sales professionals because they could communicate. They had so much charisma, it seemed. And so I thought to myself later on in, in this life, I'm like, boy, sales professionals, they would be perfect podcasters. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, you know, I call myself a five-legged sales unicorn and it's a bit of, it's a bit of a jibe at at leaders because when you're in sales, they expect you to be absolutely everything and you just can't be that what that person that they expect and uh, as a recruiter, I bet you've had quite a few job descriptions over your over your table and they just want something that doesn't exist and they want to pay them $20,000 or something.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. Well, oftentimes uh, it really just boiled down to stealing the competition. Right. Okay. Uh, it was a it was a good living, but I, I hated it. So it was time to move on. And, and that's what I love about podcasting because I, I get so much from podcasting. It, it, I get so much enjoyment. And it's so it's such a
2: contrast compared to being a recruiter and hating, <laughs> hating every day. <laughs> you, you can hear it in your voice, Alex, how much you enjoy this. You're really passionate for it. And that's obviously why you've started this podcast.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Okay, so that's it for me, Ian. How about you?
2: Tell us something about you, your life. What What would you like to share with people? Yeah, sure. So obviously, as I say, I fired myself from corporate in twenty fifteen. But so I live in the northeast of the UK with my wife and two kids. And when I fired myself, I took a few months out, and then I thought, what do I want to do? And basically, I love to help people. So sales and marketing is my bag. So I found that a startup, and it's a bit of a journey. And then I thought, right, I'm, I want to kind of document this journey and help other people that are on that journey. And you can do that through the medium of podcasting. So it's a nice little addition to what I do with the, with the sales and marketing company. Awesome. Now, I read in
1: the bio you were nominated in 2016. Well, first, I should ask, how, how, how long has this podcast been going, The Industry Angel?
2: been going about 18 months now so uh yeah it was quite nice to be nominated and basically listeners kind of put your cap in the ring and say that you know we're enjoying this podcast so it's a funny one because i guess you're on the same boat when you podcast sometimes you've got the headphones on now and you're talking to a microphone but you don't know if anyone's actually listening out there (laughs) so feedback is so valuable when you do a podcast so yeah it was really nice to actually be recognized wow and and it didn't take you very long no, I had a good plan. I, I really did. I'm a bit of a, a bit of a control freak. I get a bit. I get a bit. You know, if, if I'm going to do something, I go all in. So uh, I had a really good plan on how to launch a podcast. What I wanted to do. I listened to podcasts before before I launched, and what I found was that they were quite scripted and they just didn't feel like the the flowed quite true. You know. So basically, what I do is I never speak to a guest before I interview them. I don't want to know anything about them. I want it to be supernatural. So, uh, so yeah, I just try and do things a little bit different. That's why I call it a diverse podcast. Awesome, diverse podcast. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, can you share with us
1: because you've had some you've had some pretty good success here? Can you can you share with the podcasters that might be listening about your plan to launch?
2: Well, that's a good question. Um, so, yeah, I guess everybody's Shangri La is the new and noteworthy, and. So that that was the kind of um, plan that I had to hit to hit you a noteworthy, which is a bit of a strange one because I think the way Apple podcasts now are, they're going to start changing the algorithms, and I guess in the next month or so we'll we'll probably see something roll out which will be a bit different. But but a, a year or two ago, that's where I wanted to be. So it was basically get your interviews in the can, polish them up, pick pick some good ones that that were going to be your first three or four to launch, and then I launched immediately three with that with a view that would be quite a lot of downloads early on and that would push me up into new and noteworthy and it happened i, I got up there i did a lot of work on the website i did a lot of work with um, social media and um and pr to try and push it um so yeah new and noteworthy was the goal and, and i hit it and whether that works or not i don't know but we got in there wonderful what are your podcasting aspirations Ian? Well, Alex, I want to be number one. Simple as that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, do you know, because I get this is a resource for new and established professionals, so with having a diverse range of guests, I always want them to leave value. And basically, actually, i seen a post on LinkedIn the other day, and somebody had said, can you recommend my colleague, who's 27, some books? And I said, forget about the books. Here's my podcast. There's everything you'll need and more in there, you know, after... Maybe sixty episodes I've got now. Hopefully, there's enough in there from every different topic that you would want. You know what I, I go SEO, marketing, emails. and I try and drill down to every little part of a, of a business professional's life. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: and you know what? And and the last episode I listened to, you were the fellow you were talking to, it was about startups, and I was getting little nuggets out of it. Good. For my business. and I, So it's it's true, everyone. What are you saying? It's true. Listen to the podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to have like unsung heroes on the show as well, Alex. So the, the chap you're talking about, you know, sometimes people haven't heard of these guys or sometimes they're quite reluctant to do a show because they've never done one. But these are the people that I want to speak to. These are the true entrepreneurs that are actually going through the pain and the gain right there in the moment. And as you see, you can get a lot of value out of that.
1: When you started your podcast, Ian, so you mentioned you're a bit of a control freak. <laughs> so, tell us, like, what was the beginning like, gathering everything up? What was that like for you?
2: Yeah, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit of an obsessive. So if I do like a subject or a topic or if I find a new hobby, I kind of want to go all in and I want everything. I want all the good stuff. Yeah, but all the, the goodies. Yeah. yeah, indeed. But you know, a podcast, Alex, you don't have to have all the top end stuff to start. So I thought, you know... You've seen lots of podcasts go into pod and, you know, it mightn't be for you. Let's just try it out. So I didn't kind of go all in from an equipment point of view, um, but I did in terms of research. So I did a lot of research, listened to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of kind of guides on how to start and took bits and pieces from kind of each one, which helped me with a plan of action, I guess. Now, Ian, you said, you said 18 months, correct? Mm, yeah.
1: How have you... Have you how have you changed in the last 18 months with
2: your podcast? Personally and, and professionally? Wow. That's uh that's a good question. So I get so I'm 42. There you go. <laughs> and I guess when you when you hit 42, which was last week, by the way, um hey. okay. <laughs> you uh you don't get many surprises about yourself after you know after 40 odd years. But I guess the thing that I've found and the thing that I'm trying to polish up is the, the responsiveness of, so you just asked me a question there and I want to try and a- answer it for you. What I've kind of learned about myself is that when I when I speak to guests, I don't want to know anything about them, you've got to be really on, you've got to be really on it and you've got to be listening hard to then answer, ask a, the next question and keep the interview flowing. So I've kind of learned a little bit about myself there. I'm trying to polish that bit up. I want to get better and better at that because it is hard and it, it's quite tiring actually. Well, you're a coach, correct? Yeah, business coach. Yeah. So that really works as well. I guess, um, you know, having that background helps me because I've had a good kind of business background. Whenever we have a guest on and that topic is on, I can sort of hold my own a little bit on that topic, which sort of helps. I'm not really totally blind to it. Yeah, I got that from from listening to you. I'm like, wow, does Does
1: Ian know everything? He's, <laughs> he's really got his, uh, he's, he's in there. Uh, you know, I wanted to say with with the listening and coaching. I mean, that's something that I I'm always working on because we have this monkey mind that wants to go all over the place. Mm. But you, but when you're doing an interview, I mean, you really have to listen. You can't wander off somewhere. If you're wandering off somewhere, your interview is going to stink. Yeah. Then- Sorry, Mike. Can it- you
2: say that again? I was just looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, <laughs> a question I, I like to ask people because you know just for myself does podcasting make you happy
2: wow alex that's a good question you'll know about this so it's like there's pros and cons with everything isn't it you know um it does i guess when you press that button of publish you get a bit of a yes but then you get that rush of panic what if people don't like it what if i've said something wrong what if i get an email saying what do you think you're doing so there's lots of different emotions in there um if you remember, Dolly Parton said, if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. So ah, yeah. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so yeah, you know yourself the, the 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 scheduling people, the editing, it's all hard. But really, when you when you get that podcast launch and someone emails you and said, I really like that episode, Ian. Thanks very much. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. How do you manage with the
1: uh, the children? You mentioned you had two children. Do you, uh, how how does your scheduling go? That's really it's
2: a, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting point you bring up because I'm across the pond, Alex. So you're over there in uh, Ontario, yep. And yep. you know we've obviously got time differences. So it, over the over the pond, I think you guys listen twenty odd percent of people listen to podcasts, and over here it's about seven or eight. So a lot of guests and a lot of listeners are actually over your side of the pond. So time differences are pretty tough for me. Um, so my kids and my wife do a kickboxing class on a Monday and a Tuesday. So if I'm going to talk to anybody from the US, I always put it in on a Monday or Tuesday evening. So I get a, I get a couple hours free to, to, uh, to shout and speak and not have to them bursting in in the middle of a recording. Yeah, yeah.
1: I have to. I'm doing this this interview here. It you know started at 7 a.m. my time, Ooh. and I have to schedule it like that. I have three children, and nice. I have I have to do it while while they're in bed because otherwise it's going to be bang 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 bang.
2: Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's a fine juggling act. It certainly is, and I think scheduling tools are really interesting. I never used to use one up until about two or three weeks ago, and then I thought I'm going to have to get one um but then and then subsequently what happens is people start putting things in their diary and you're like oh i don't really want it in there i'd like to have it the day before or <laughs> do you have um any favorite episode any favorite guest what from my podcast yeah sorry i oh. put you on the spot there i guess no no that, that, that's a great question i do actually i love the episode i did with james Ketchell. so james is a, a adventurer yeah and so James did the ultimate triathlon. He climbed Everest, he cycled the world, and he rode across the Atlantic single-handed. Wow. So what I liked about that is I, I, I quite like the buzz of adventure and, and, and sport anyway. But what I liked about that was that we took what James had done in the in life and put it back into business. Oh, yeah. So, f- so, for instance, when James was climbing Everest, you go to base camp and then you go to camp one. Then you go to camp two, you come back to one, back to base camp, and the next day you keep, you know. And we kind of discussed how business projects are a bit like that. And also when he rode the Atlantic, it was pretty much just wake up and just get it done. Pick the oars up and just start a row. And if you, starting's the hardest thing. And when you keep going, you'll just get there. And when he got halfway across the Atlantic, he knew he was on the home straight now and he was on the other side of it. So it was quite interesting how he broke it down in the business. It was really interesting. What what episode number is that? Oh, now I'm definitely on the spot. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be in the first 10, I would imagine. Okay, we'll get it in the show notes. But, no worries. I, I love that. And I actually, have, I've done another adventure called Ash Dykes, who did Mongolia and Madagascar and broke a couple of world first records. So check those out as well. Nice. As I say, very diverse. Do you daydream in about a, a second podcast? <laughs> 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 Do you know what it is? I... There's no need because as you said to me offline there, um, there's no rules in podcasting. Yeah. So if I have a guest on, it's kind of like that old song, it's my party, I'll cry if I want to. It's my podcast and I'll have anybody on that I want. So I've got a few lined up, which are totally diverse, but I just want to speak to these guys. You know, they're just like, it's like a bit of a, I'm a bit of a fanboy for a couple of them. So yeah, yeah just... <laughs>
1: Isn't that the, that's the beauty of it. I, the first person I interviewed, I, I interviewed this uh, former Buddhist monk, and I just loved I love this that. person. And yeah. I got him on the podcast, and I was, it was so wonderful. I never talked to him, and, and I had this medium that, and, that he agreed to, and it, it was great. It was one of the one of the best days. It's take
2: advantage. Definitely, I actually love that love that example you've just gave there. Definitely, because sometimes you'd look, you'd love to speak to these people, but without the medium, it would never happen. How are you finding your guests? What What are you doing? Well, I've noticed that, especially in the US, there's a lot of these um, companies kind of popping up that will um, come to you and try to schedule their guests. So I'm not sure whether their guests are are looking to are paying these people to find them podcast shows to be on, but I'm getting a lot of people coming to me that way now, which never happened last year. So I don't know if that's a trend or that's just my podcast doing well. I don't know, but I I do like to keep things diverse. So I like to do my own homework. So what I do is, for instance, I might look on Amazon and see who's released a book in the last 60 days in the business um, genre. And then I'll drop them an email because most likely they want to be on a show to promote their new book. Yes. So, you know, sometimes you'll get people who don't do many shows and they're busy people but when they launch a book, they'll, they'll be more attuned to do it, you know. So that's a good tool. What would
1: you suggest to the podcaster who's struggling? Do you have any any advice for anyone who's struggling or, or even any advice for someone who wants to get started?
2: That's a great question. You know, there's lots of Facebook groups to join. I've mm-hmm. noticed that lots of them popping up. So I'm a member of maybe three or four and... You, they obviously they've got the search facility in facebook so if you're having a problem with a particular issue put a search in i guess back in the day when i started i was having a problem with um, skype so yeah. now i use something else and i just said you know has anyone had problems with skype yeah yeah try this tool try that tool how you know who publishes your who hosts your podcast for it? yeah yeah try these so there's a lot of help out there so hit the facebook out, would say okay excellent
1: Last question for you. Mm. Um, when you recorded an interview, and maybe you've already touched
2: on this, but how, how do you want people to feel after they've listened to your show? Yeah, I want people to feel educated, okay? So we've talked about value. I want them to feel enthused, to actually do something, you know, feeling good about themselves, actually just put something in action. But also entertained as well. So I, I do like humor and I do like to have fun and have that community feel so i'm always encouraging people to get in touch i do shout outs at the start of the episode so you know if someone does drop me an email i'll mention them on a on a next episode so yeah i love that community side so feedback is is really key for me yeah
1: i'm, I'm wondering has that increased your um uh responsiveness i mean what giving those shout outs in the beginning uh does that uh
2: do you have you found you've gotten more engagement since you've done that it's hard to say because I've always done it. So I wouldn't know what it was like without doing it. But I've had, a, I've got a lot of engagement. You know, I get some tweets, people tweet me saying, I've just listened to this episode, really loving it. Thanks very much. I get emails asking me advice on other things, nothing to do with the podcast, but have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? So yeah, I do get a lot of engagement actually. And I love it. You know, it's it's manageable and I ask for it. So, you know, yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm sure that a lot of podcasters listening are salivating right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, want, I want that. I want that. <laughs> All right. So, Ian, how can people hear your show? How can they connect with you? And if there's anything
2: that you want to, anything else that I missed, go for it. I don't think you missed anything, Alex. Great questions. I would just head over to industryangel.com. All the links are there. So, it's, it's, it's on iTunes and Stitcher and that kind of thing. All my Twitter links and Facebook links are up there so i'm a social evangelist as he said at the top of the show there i love feedback and i love to hit up with new people on twitter so personally i'm on twitter ian underscore farrah as well so yeah get in touch and let me know how you found this episode actually excellent thank you so much for your time ian it was a pleasure to connect with you hey thanks very much Alex. i've absolutely loved it well done there you go
1: thank you ian It was a real pleasure to talk to you, and I really appreciate the social media love. It's not gone unnoticed, my friend. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, listener. Thank you, podcaster. Everyone, have a wonderful day.
0: professional certified life coach and the world's first authentic podcasters coach he coaches podcasters and supports them in their life and media journey as a consultant he specializes in helping inspiring podcasters get their program started as a hobby a legacy or for business to reach him contact alexander via email at alexander at podcasterscoach.com thank you for listening till next time
1: International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag internationalpodcastday to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts.
0: Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts.